Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. I love your new hair, Ambrosia. Well, thank you. Full name, full government name. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you, Alexa. Thank you. I went dark for the summer, which you're supposed to go lighter, but... It looks so good. Thank you. My hairdresser and I decided that we need to give the blonde a break, so... Oh, okay, okay. Joint decision. I'm glad that you guys made that decision together. (laughs) (laughs) I trust him immensely. Shout out to Andrew. What up, Andrew? Um, cool. Well, I love it. I keep trying to, I, I keep, I keep making an appointment with my guy to actually like do a whole thing with my hair, with my hair color. Cause it's been a minute and then I keep canceling it. I don't know why I'm like nervous about it. I it's, I don't know. I'm working through some stuff with my hair, but, um, you're inspiring me. You're inspiring oh, me, especially, I appreciate you. especially since we're about to like go on the road and do all these live events, which, by the way, everyone, our South Carolina event is officially sold out. Woo! So, so excited. Yeah, we're so excited to see all of you there, those of you that got tickets. And if you didn't get tickets, stay tuned because we are actually planning on doing more of a tour for the rest of the year, um, finding different... Mm-hmm. We, we spent some time the other day looking at where all of you live Um and collecting that data and then we're gonna try to plan some more local events uh that are within driving distance from where you guys live so stay tuned and if you are in a particular place and you really want us to come send us a message so yeah email us send us a message let us know where you are and where you would like us to come We've had a lot of people say, come to Canada, but we can't actually come to Canada right now. So we love our Canadian audience, but we can't go to Canada. So it's got to be in the continental United States. Yeah. Um, That's so funny. I just turned on our live stream to look at the comments and Felicia literally said, let me know when you get to Canada. Oh, I know. It's like I'm psychic. It's so weird. Yeah. No, I'm joking. But yeah, no, I personally, I don't know how you feel about it, Alexa. I would love to go to Canada. I really want to see Niagara Falls, which I know you can see in northern New York. I'm aware of that. But I do want to go to Canada and experience a lot of uh, different things that they have there. Um, I'm leaning more towards the summer than the winter, but that's just me. Yeah. I've only been to Canada once and it was for a music festival and I basically like was in and out. I didn't get to see it and I really would like to. So 
Uh, people are saying in the comments, um, Salem, Massachusetts, West Coast, Cleveland, Austin, Austin, Austin. Love it. Yeah. Lots I mean, of Austin people. Okay. Austin is in my heart forever. Shira, I'm always trying to get back to Austin, just so you know. <laughs> she actually is. Yes. Yeah. I am. Um, we are trying to work something out right now with the West Coast. Um, so stay tuned for that. And we are going, we are looking into Texas as well. And um, we are looking at the, the Midwest. East Coast as well. Midwest, Midwest and then the East Coast. So. Yeah. So stay tuned. Um, and if in the meantime, we have our Bali retreat, which is coming up in April of 2022. We've been talking to some of you on the phone, reserving your spots. Um, it's really, really exciting. And uh, if you want to learn more about Bali, um, you can check the link in our bio. But it's basically going to be six days or seven days. Uh, six yep, days. Seven days. Seven days. Six, six nights. nights. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ambie. Okay, seven days, six nights. Um, It's all inclusive, meaning that once you get to Bali, we're not paying for your flight. But once you get there, everything is included in the experience that you are having. Um, Your transportation from the airport to the resort, which is something big that uh, we really haven't thought of up until this point in retreats, um, mainly because we've always done them in the U.S., Um, and so the other thing is uh, surf lessons, massage, you get, uh, we get a sacred water ceremony and we get to go to a sacred waterfall. Um, we will have a welcome ceremony and a goodbye ceremony. We get to go to um, a local market. We get basically immersed in the Balinesian culture while we're there. And then Alexa and I are gonna be doing our services as well. So Alexa is gonna be leading a group tap session. I'm gonna be going over um, readings for people and then also um, channeling the arc nine coming through. We're also going to be doing various events <clears throat> going into like inner child work and going over different energy blocks and spiritual blocks that come up for people. So those are some of the typical things that we do at retreats. And then you add on top of it, the more, um, lighthearted fun things that we have planned. So it's just going to be a magical experience. The price starts at $6,000 and that's for the full experience and we have payment plans available as well. So please apply on our website, innerbloompodcast.com, and we will set up a phone call with you if you have any questions or anything like that. So exciting. So exciting. So, yeah, looking forward to connecting with more of you. We love getting to know you guys and getting to, like, be in real life with you guys and travel with you guys because it's our favorite thing to do. So, um, cool. Well, moving on. Changing tone just a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) My grandfather is currently in the process of making his transition as we speak. And, you know, so we're going to talk about transition and death today because I think that it's very interesting the way that our culture sees death. You know, it's almost like death is like very taboo and no Mm -hmm. one wants to talk about it. And um, I mean, and I think I understand why, because when I was little, I didn't want to talk about it. I was terrified of it. And um, that's because I thought that there was nothing else, you know, and I'm not saying that from my perspective, we all have to believe there's something else. You get to believe whatever you want to believe. But I feel like the reason that so many people are afraid of death is because they believe 
that there might not be something else and that maybe your life stops here and so it just feels like something you never want to think about. And so my grand so I I was my dad messaged me today and told me that my grandfather is in the process of making his transition. He stopped eating a few days ago. This has been kind of a long time coming by the way. My grandfather's like almost 100. He's lived a very full life. He's literally had just such an amazing life. He had seven children and, um, and yeah, like I I look at his life and I think like, wow, what a success and what a long life and what a full life he lived, you know, and I've got to spend so much time with him. And, but, you know, I was talking to my dad this morning, who's understandably very upset and, It was just interesting, I'd say, the difference in, for me, of course, part of me is sad, but not the majority of me. Like, the majority of me is, I felt like almost celebrating, like, not celebrating that he won't be here anymore because I love him and, you know, my grandfather's so funny and we always have all these inside jokes together and I always joke that I'm his favorite granddaughter even though he has, like, a million grandchildren and he's always like, yeah, yeah, you're, like, (laughs) we just have this joke together. It's just funny, but... The point is, um, I felt like I had an interesting perspective today realizing like I really don't, I don't feel sad because I feel like he has lived such an amazing life and he's going on to his next iteration. Like mm-hmm. he, I almost got this intuitive image of like everyone on the other side, like it almost like the finish line, like a race and like the finish line and everyone there like, yeah, like you did it. It was amazing, you know? And Anyway, so obviously this this topic is on my mind today and and I I just wanted I thought it would be a good topic to talk about people transitioning and letting people go in our lives because obviously we have no um control over how long people stay. Uh and that is the beauty of life is that we get a certain amount of time with people and and we never really know like when the time ends. Um But also about this idea of death is, you know, like what a magnificent thing for someone to come to the end of their journey and to have a moment to reflect over everything they did here. Every, every moment they shared and every, every joy that, you know, they brought to whoever they touched and how now they're going on to the next thing. And that's all. I don't know. That's just what's on my mind today. Um, I feel grateful that I can have this perspective in this moment. I think I, I do understand too how different types of deaths, like different, different deaths can be perceived very differently, especially when someone is younger, you know, you can always think, oh, they had so much time that they could have lived so much life that they could have lived. And I don't know. I was just curious, um, on what your perspective was on death and transitioning ambrosia my lovely host (laughs) you can call me ambi so um one i want to say that i i told you privately that i'm really sorry for your loss and i just want to tell you now so people don't think i'm a dick yeah (laughs) but i i am really sorry for you and your family's loss and please tell your dad give him my condolences i will um but I guess my, my view on death is very similar to your view in the aspect of like the way that your grandfather is transitioning is the ideal way that I would like to transition. You know what I mean? Like 
you've had this full life, you've had this full experience and it's a very gentle process of just going from one reality to another and he's going to be reunited with people that he loves. And I feel like that is such a beautiful thing. Is it sad for people left behind? Absolutely. I don't, I don't know if it matters what age, but it's always sad for people that are left behind, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I say to people, when I talk to their loved ones in spirit, I say to the living person on the phone, I'm sorry for your loss, your loss, because it is a loss that we as living people are experiencing. But I agree with you in the aspect of if it's a child or if it's someone younger, it's more devastating because there is that potential for there's so much more that they could have done. Or if it's a suicide, it's well, how could I have prevented this? Or I did something wrong because if I had done better, they wouldn't have uh, taken their life. And one, I want to say to people that that's not true. Um, I, I talked to a lot of people that have passed away and I have not recalled, it's possible, but I don't recall someone saying, if this person had been nicer to me, I wouldn't have taken my life, mm-hmm. you know? I think that there's a lot more to it than that, but I also I also believe that every death is unique and different. And I think the way that your grandfather is transitioning is a beautiful experience, one that I think um, more people would like to experience. You know, that like that easy, really peaceful transition. Um, But I I really also talk to a lot of moms that lost children. And I do want to say why I have the opportunity to that if you're listening and you have lost a child, no matter what their age is, when they transitioned, it's really important to have someone to talk to. It's really important to reach out for help, whether it's a therapist or a coach, someone who's a professional that deals with grief because grief can show up in many, many different ways and it can look um, like different stages at different times in your life. So I think it's really important that everybody knows um, that it's important to reach out. And if you are thinking about suicide, it's definitely important to talk to somebody about that too, if you you, uh, are comfortable with that. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. It's it's so interesting because it's like you're, in a way, Ambie, you're such an expert on death. Like, I know maybe you wouldn't like to me to say that, but it, in, in from one perspective, because you 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 interact with people who have transitioned for a living. Like, you talk to a lot of them. You understand um, their perspective. You know, in the before and the after, and um, and so yeah. I I was also just thinking about. Um, you know, so so my belief. This is my belief on death from from my time living here and my whole spiritual experience. This is my personal belief on how death occurs. Is that from some level in our spirit and our soul? On some level, it's a choice. On some level, it's like this is the time, right? We from our human self, we might not understand why it's the time. So, uh, 
Kristen on Facebook just said, sorry for your loss. I lost both my parents in the last two years. My dad to cancer, my mom to COVID. My dad wanted to live longer, but my mom was ready. She chose to leave early. As hard as that was is I understand and embrace that for her. Thank you for sharing that, Kristen. And so sorry for your loss. So sorry for your loss. But but that reminds me, it's like my dad wanted to live longer, but my mom was ready. And it's like, you know, I think sometimes from our human perspectives, we might not really understand uh, that our, we're being called to something greater, right? There's a mm-hmm. reason that this is all happening because there's something, Abraham Hicks talks about this a lot. There's something, um, her, a- Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham Hicks, right. um, her partner's name was Jerry, and Jerry was like a big part of, the whole Abraham Hicks experience. And then all of a sudden in, you know, several years ago, he got sick with something and he was going to make his transition. And Esther was like, wait, what? Like, what's going on here? Because we we know all about the universe. We're consciously creating our reality. Like, we're very healthy. What's What's going on here? And the answer from Abraham was, he's wanting to know more. Like, he's wanting to experience more. Like, this really isn't... It's not about, um, I think humans think of things very like linearly and black and white. And it's very, it's really that, you know, your experience here in a human body is just a fraction of what you're actually, your of what you actually are. So, you know, on a soul level, there's, there's more that your soul is really wanting to experience. And so I, that's my belief on death is that from some level it's being chosen, Right. And sometimes I think it can take a while to understand that. But, um, you know, my grandpa, my grandfather has, um, he, my grandma transitioned a few years ago. And that was the first person in my life who I was close to who ever transitioned. Like, I, my grandpa did earlier in my life, but I really wasn't that close to him. My grandmother, I was very close to her, and she transitioned a few years ago. It was right in the beginning of my my spiritual experience. And I remember it was like, I, I don't know, it was really hard for me to acknowledge that that experience was sad for people. It was hard for me to allow them to have their emotions because I was newly into like spirituality, and I really mm-hmm. wanted it to be okay for everyone, you know? And I remember um, there was like an open casket and I would not go look at her. I would not because I I think I still stand by that too because I was like, I just don't identify that with her. I don't want to have that as my last image of her. That was my choice. Um, But anyway, so then ever since then, my grandfather has been just very slowly over time developing more and more um, symptoms of like Alzheimer's or dementia where he's just like in a different reality. And, you know, from my perspective, I always saw that as, okay, he's starting his transition. He's starting that because it's kind of like a blending into like a different reality. And, you know, so I feel like I've been um, preparing for this for a while. And I think... um, and I think that's why I'm able to come to it now with more of a grounded perspective and more of a perspective of this is a part of life and I feel like I ha- I was prepared for this. Um, and I feel like on some level he's choosing this and he chose this when my grandmother made her transition because they've really never been apart from one another. Like they were just so together. And 
So I feel like what I've also, I think I've read this or I've heard this or maybe I've intuited some of this as well is that, you know, a lot of the reasons sometimes people will stay here um, on earth, even if they want to leave and they're they're ready for the next thing is because of their ties to everyone here. They don't want to disturb everyone and upset everyone. And, you know, they 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 know that people rely on them being here in a way. And so it's hard to just like up and leave even if they're ready for the next thing. So that's why I feel like from the soul's perspective, sometimes you develop a very slow um, like dementia or um, could be some sort of very slow illness or something like that. So it's like a gradual process that gives everyone time. That's my belief and my perspective on what feels right to me. And I guess, again, that's why I feel really grateful for this whole experience because it did get to happen in this way. And I did get to feel, um, I, I did get to feel like things have been winding down for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I, I want to say thank you for sharing all of this vulnerably on the podcast, but I also want to say that I do feel like um, death is not something that people talk about a lot because it's a topic that we kind of want to pretend isn't going to happen, but it's going to happen eventually to everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like it's what I see, and I can only go by the information that I have, but when there is someone that's passed from a very traumatic event, like a murder, something along those lines. Ooh, excuse me. Whoo, burping. Um, like a murder or something like that, where it's really traumatic and unexpected. Mm. Um, you do see a lot of friction and a lot of hurt feelings on both sides, mm-hmm. the living person and the person that's passed. And so what that makes me feel like is that person, um, I feel like on a soul level, they agreed to it, but in a conscious level, they did not. They are kind of taken, just as taken back by the situation as the living person is. And so it's, it's really interesting how, I think the big thing for me that I've taken away from um, working with so many people that have passed away is that eventually we're all going to go, we're all going to pass. And so you really need to make the most of your life while you're here, because there are so many people that um, would love to have your experience that are living and non-living that would love to have your experience. And so it's really important to, to understand that we're here for a reason instead of being too afraid to follow your dreams or instead Mm. of, wishing you were somewhere else, or that's kind of why I don't love the idea of, and I think if you've listened for a while, you've kind of seen this progression for me personally of like star seeds. Now, do I think I'm a star seed? Yes. However, when I think there's two trains of thoughts of this, not to get off topic of I'm a star seed. I don't belong here. I don't fit in here. I shouldn't be here. Right. And then there's another train of thought of I'm a starseed and I was an ET in a past life, but in this life I'm a human. So I should experience humanity. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, I was at the point of like, I don't belong here. I shouldn't be here. I don't want to be here. And, you know, I've said that on the podcast before. 
But somewhere in the last couple of years, it's really changed into, okay, that's a part of who I was. That's a part of my soul, but it's not who I am currently. I'm a human being. I want to have a human being experience. I want to be here. I want to smell the flowers and do all of the exciting things that my human wants to experience and my soul wants to experience. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's, that's really important. The other thing that I'll share is the, you never know what impact you have on another person. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've been thinking a lot lately about what am I going to leave behind when I pass, when I transition, let's say tomorrow, right? What will people say about me? How did I treat them? How did I make them feel? What legacy am I leaving for my kids in regards of who their mother was in regards of, you know, my friends and things like that. And so I feel like it's really important for me right now, and this might change, but for me right now, it's really important to keep that in mind of being kind to people, making sure that you um, stand up for what you think is right, making sure that you're, you're taking chances. You're not so scared of failing that you never try. So that's, that's what I'm taking from all of the death experiences that I've had lately. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I've been thinking, I think a lot of people have been thinking about that too. I mean, I think that's, again, we've talked about this several times, but that's what COVID, one of the gifts of the COVID experience, you know, COVID was uh, very tragic for a lot of people that the pandemic was a very tragic experience for a lot of people, but it was also it also had gifts, just like everything in life. I truly believe that. I truly believe that some of the darkest things also contain some of the brightest gifts, right? And so mm-hmm. through that experience, I think a lot of people were forced to confront death. They were forced yeah. to confront it, whether it was somebody in their family. One of our listeners just shared, again, so sorry for your loss. Um, or, you know, they were forced to think about it for themselves, and then forced to think about, man, what if my life didn't? What if what if I did get sick from this? What if I did transition from this? Would I be happy? Would I be happy with the life that I lived, you know? And I think, again, like, that's why I think of my grandpa and I think, um, you know, I, I just, I can do nothing but smile. When I think of him, it, it, I, I feel nothing but celebration for him because it's just like, I just, oh, whenever I think of him, I just think of how much he laughed, how much he was around family, uh, you know, like how much he loved and his life felt very full to me. And I think that, and that's the other thing is like when I think of my grandpa, it wasn't about this. It's not like, I kind I forget what did he do for work. He did something like I don't know. He sold like life insurance or something like that. You know, it wasn't like a passion or anything. Right. But it was about the 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 life he lived. That's what I mean. Like yeah. the day to day life. Like the interactions he had. Like the jokes he told. Like the golf. Like he loved to go watch. Like the just going out and doing the things that were important or having the interactions with the people. I think at the end of life, that's what you, that's what people realize is you think you're here to, you think you're here to be successful, quote. You think Mm -hmm. you're here to like make a million dollars or something. And then you realize you get to the end of your life and you realize that 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 has nothing to do with it. It's nothing. 
you know, because that doesn't even really have to do with your legacy unless you're like, unless you're going to create some sort of like a foundation or something, which then of course, yeah, sure that that has to do with money. But I think that also really represents way more than money that represents your spirit and your vision and what you wanted to put back into the world. And so yeah, that's also the gift of death, which is I think is is why I think if we could feel more comfortable talking about it more often, I think people would get more fulfillment from that. Mm-hmm. Because the in the not talking about it, we're not making it a reality. Like we're not accepting that that's a reality and people are shocked when something happens or, you know, maybe the the person themselves is shocked when they make their transition. Like you've, I know I've been with you a couple times when the spirit has been like, what happened? Hold on. Yeah. Because it was never a consideration as a part of just a part, just as much as life is a part of life, so is death. And mm-hmm. I think that in order to have balance and in order to live fully, you need to consider both things. And it, death is just symbolic of the darkness and the unknown, right? That's why people, it's so interesting in my unicorn healing course this week, we were talk, we um, were almost at the end of it. And each week, uh, Callista brings in a different like lineage of unicorns. And this past week was were the black unicorns and they're symbolic of death and the unknown. So it's very interesting because they I just did that course like two days ago and then all of a sudden like this is happening. And it they're all about what do you need to what do you need to look at and what do you need to let go of? Like what do you what have you been avoiding looking at and what do you need to yeah release and. So I just really feel like if we could all be a little bit more comfortable with the the darkness, the unknown, and death as a part of life, I think it would help us live much more fulfilled lives because we would have that in mind when asking ourselves, how do I want to spend this day? Yeah. You know? I think, and that's not to say, like, I agree with you, but that's not to say, like, you know, if my husband dies tomorrow, I'm going to be like, well, what did I learn from this? I'm going to be devastated, yeah, you know? And I think that's a really normal part of death as well. <laughs> and I, I, that's why I wanted to really say in the beginning, like, however you're grieving your loss is appropriate. What I will say that I think is really interesting. I see this very often. I actually don't recall not seeing this happen. When someone loses a spouse and they are a younger person, usually in their 20s to 40s, um, typically what will happen is the spouse that's left behind will seek out a lover that is friends with the person that died. And so a lot of people- I've seen a movie about that. It's really, really common. And so the person on the phone with me will say, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. I feel so guilty. And I'll have to let them know, like you're trying to to find a common ground of that spouse. You're trying to bring your spouse back essentially through this other person. And again, it's not to like belittle yourself or shame yourself or make yourself feel badly. It's really to understand that this is a very normal part of the grieving, grieving process. And so however you grieve is very normal where if you want to keep your loved one's stuff in their room and you want to, you know, hold on to it because that reminds you of them, or if you don't want to talk about them at all because it's too painful, 
however you grieve is your way to grieve. But if you're listening and this can offer you any kind of solace, it's I've never had a person that's passed tell me like whatever they're doing to grieve is not appropriate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're always concerned about us. They're always like, it's going to be okay. And they're always loving us, especially if this was someone that you're very close to. So really, I just want to say that and also really offer that if you need someone to talk to or some counseling, I definitely, definitely recommend seeking that out because there are counselors that deal with just grief. Mm, Yeah. Grief counselors. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, well, I think this was a perfect conversation just about death and transition and, and that this is really a part of life. And, and also I like what you said, Ambie, it's really okay to grieve however you're grieving or go through it, however you're going through it. And everyone's going to be different. Like, I don't know, part of me almost felt guilty that I didn't feel devastated, you know, when my dad told me this morning and then it was like, no, you know, and I felt into it for myself. I was like, no, but this is why, because I, I felt like I had my time and I felt like I really am able to celebrate my grandpa. And I, and I, I am from my belief and this doesn't, you know, this is my belief and it doesn't have to be my family's belief, but for my belief, it's like, I'm excited for him to, yeah, reconnect with my grandma and go on to his next phase because, He's just an amazing, amazing person. So, um, yeah, thank you for letting me share on this podcast. And um, and however you're grieving, and just because other people are sad and you're not, doesn't mean that you're right or wrong. It's just how you're grieving. And that's yeah. okay, too. That's perfect. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. I think I think that's perfect. And thank you everyone on Facebook for sharing so intimately and uh, being a part of this conversation. We appreciate you. And um, yeah, we love you so much. And anything else, Ambie? It's, um, it's interesting because it's, I don't feel like it's a shameless plug, but maybe it is. So if you feel, if you feel like your loved one is coming through, um, someone told me over the weekend, I was doing a reading for them and they said that, uh, their grandparent passed several years ago, but lately they've been getting thoughts and like almost hearing their voice and it'll just bring them to tears out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's how they communicate is through thought. Um, and sometimes it's most difficult to communicate to your loved one because you have the memories and the thoughts associated with them. So it can feel like, well, I'm just remembering about them, but that's not always the case. They're actually trying to communicate with you. So that being said, um, I do have like different um, exercises and things like that to do on my YouTube channel. So if you wanted to do that, please take that opportunity to connect to your loved one. If you wanted to learn more, I'm hosting a class on um, the 6th, no, the 14th of this month. And all the information is on my website. So Beautiful. Yeah, definitely. If you guys are wanting to go more into, to learn more about this, uh, Ambie is the best. She's taught me. She's taught everyone I know. She's the sweet. best. Thanks. So 
definitely check out her class and um and just sending lots of love to all of you because I, I think I the, the other reason I wanted to bring up this topic today is because I kind of feel like this is happening with a lot of people right now. They're losing something, whether it's a pet or a loved one, um, or there's just kind of this air of having to let go a, in a pretty major way. And so just know that you're not alone and all of us are going through it in some way and that you have this community as well to share with. Um, so yeah, that's it. We love you guys so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 